Hey guys, my name's Cole. This is the Perspective Podcast. Um, this was something I created. It's my vision to bring together a group of interesting and beautiful people to hopefully have some really insightful and creative conversations. Um, if we don't learn anything, then maybe you guys can learn something too in the process, either about us or just life in general. So thank you for stopping by. Appreciate you and hopefully you stick around for the episodes to come. So see you in the next one. Oh wait, did you not want to like get into position? I mean, I, it's fast. We're, just, we're rolling. Anyway. We're live. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, well, hello everyone. Welcome to our inaugural episode of the Perspective Podcast. I'm your host, Cole, along with feel free to speak the co-host i guess or yeah. guest i don't know Thomas. i mean you yeah, co-host it works okay co-host right now uh i guess i just got promoted but thomas um know your place damn, um damn. no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> i mean you're just sitting quiet in the corner over there i, I don't know i don't know when to speak i'm just used to people saying uh they give me a cue like i don't know you want me to give you visual cue That'd be great. speak <laughs> okay That'd be nice yeah, I might not do that. Um, anyway, uh, the formula for what we're going to be doing today, there isn't really a set structure that I have in place. Also, if anybody can hear the chair that I'm sitting in, I apologize. It's, it's a nice chair. It's squeaky, well. but it these mics pick up pretty much everything. So, um, Make sure you don't fart. I wasn't planning on it, but... Um, <laughs> Anyway, now I lost my train of thought. Appreciate that. <laughs> You're back down to guest. <laughs> you are no longer a host. Um, I know my place now. There you go. Uh, no, okay. So we don't really have too big of a structure as of right now, which honestly is kind of how I want this to happen anyway, because I think to a certain extent, the structure might take away from like the genuineness isn't a word but like you know what i mean the real the sincerity the sincerity there you go. Hey. okay you're back to host Hell yeah um yeah so this topic i thought about yesterday before i went into work um we couldn't do this yesterday because i think you were busy doing something but yeah i was at uh south carolina um i do cheer so i was cheering on our football team which Feel free to not say the school because... Yeah, I'll just tell you, it wasn't the best game to cheer at. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll talk about our putrid sports a different day. But um, (laughs) yeah, I thought about this before I went into work yesterday. And then I kind of like it loomed throughout the course of the day. So maybe some of what I was thinking of is like diminished now. Hopefully not. Or maybe like if we get to talking again, it'll kind of like remind me about what i was thinking about we'll see because i don't even know the like the topic of what's going on yeah thomas I, is going in this completely like not knowing yeah, what the I'm topic going in blind is right now so I, I literally don't know what what the structure of this or like what this is so yeah um, you ready Be, feel free to hit me whenever you're ready so it's funny i was thinking about this in the car um i don't know if it was just like the music kind of like put me in this mood or just like thinking about other stuff but it's kind of the concept of like patience and like okay you know i'm not a patient person really like at all i've gotten better about it yeah i'd say so um but patience more in the sense of like 
rushing things that kind of like need to take their time, which I guess is just kind of like what patience means. But yeah, I what I mean by that more is, and like this is gonna get kind of like not dark. It it can be. It, it could come off as dark, but it's not really. Well, what I'm about to say can come off as dark, oh, but yeah. I don't mean for it to like offend anybody or yeah, like yeah. bring up some sort of. But it's just it. In terms of what we're talking about, this is like pretty. This holds weight into the yeah. conversation. Um, but like it just kind of like struck my mind of maybe like my impatience to like a subconscious level kind of stems a little bit from um, like you see stories all the time now about. I mean, dating back to like a few years ago, like school shootings and stuff like that were more common. Um, what was it? The Uvalde, Texas was like the most recent, like really big one. Mm-hmm. That was tragic. But yeah. I like to that a lesser extent, but it's it's just the idea of like you don't know like when what's you're going to go, yeah. like what's going to happen. Yeah. Because, I mean, those kids like bless them. They just went to school and yeah. then some moron went in there and just decided to kill a bunch of people. Yeah. So, Get it, stepping away from that subject because that's a whole other like yeah, sensitive whole, we probably shouldn't really talk about that yeah. um it's just kind of like the principle of like life is precious kind of thing yeah. you can like okay like tomorrow we could wake up and then like we could step out of our apartment and then like a cinder block from construction could like fall on you and kill yeah. you and you would yeah. never know about it yeah so I I don't know why, but like that just kind of I don't know what music I was listening to. Yesterday, to be <laughs> you honest. must have been uh, in the dumpster <laughs> I that was, time. Ooh, I was, that that locked into work playlist got me thinking yesterday. I'm a I'm a need to ask for that playlist later. <laughs> oh okay, well <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Um, yeah okay. So just right now, I guess thinking about um that like part of me rushing things or why people might be more inclined to um kind of like do something they might not be as prepared for Mm -hmm. because they feel as though like well you know we could i could be dead tomorrow kind of thing so yeah i kind of understand that but how i like kind of see because i've actually like been thinking about that too recently um just because like i had like a death in the family recently so like that's actually been on my mind for a little bit too now that you bring that up about like the concept of patience and like you know should we wait for things because we have so much time in life or should we you know do things out of our comfort zone or like do things that you know we feel like isn't happening or shouldn't be happening at the age that we're at you know what i'm saying so like for that part <laughs> I saw my throat. Um, that part kind of confused me. Like, what do you mean by that? Like our age. So like you know how like throughout our lives, like at certain ages, we should be doing this or something like that. Like a great example, like most people graduate around the age twenty one, twenty two, or and then at, after that, they usually either go to like grad school or like go to find a job. And some people like the average age in like America's like for marriage is like twenty eight, twenty seven, and people should be married by that time. And people should have kids at like 30 or 32. Like, like that's what I mean by like we should be doing it at like the age, like the 
correct age, quote unquote. I only say that just because like, as, like in society, like that's how people see as normal, I guess. I mean, well, were you like going to continue on Yeah, that? well, I was going to say like, the, the concept of like patience like windows me down because like a lot of people think we should be doing those at those age and we should be waiting for that versus like we shouldn't have to wait for the, like things like that we shouldn't have to like decide when's the perfect time or this is the perfect time or maybe like five years down the road this, that would be a better time versus now like it, my philosophy is like if it's not the best time now it will be tomorrow and you can always try again tomorrow. see but that that's the crux of like what we're talking about because yeah. tomorrow's not promised so you you never know which the reason i asked if there was like a second part to what you're talking about was um it it makes me think because like i've i'm sure we've talked about this but like we've had conversations with other people too about like nowadays I mean, like, for my parents, it was, like, somewhat similar. And, like, I know, like, years and years ago, like, it just depend. It it really, I don't know if it's just trended towards this way. But, I mean, like, for everybody, it's different. Um, but, like, to me, it seems like the age for when people get married has, like, gone down over, like, the generations. Because, mm -hmm. like, nowadays, we see people starting to get married like okay my sister got married when she was 17 which mm -hmm. that's in this situation might be like somewhat of an an anomaly because yeah. i mean 17 is pretty young but yeah. um my other sister she got married at 23 22 mm -hmm. which like to me that sounds like pretty young because like fresh out of college yeah know? like that's only a like a year away yeah. a year or two away from where we are right now yeah. so i mean to me that's been strange because and in my mind, I mean, this is subject to change, but mm. I mean, going off what the topic is, sometimes it can cause you to think like maybe like, well, I'll expand on that, but, mm -hmm. um, just kind of the idea of, or my belief is that's like really, not really, but I think that's kind of premature. I know I'm like my, Ooh, my yeah. brain's all scattered. Right I was now, about but, to say, I was like. I'm trying to follow follow your tracks. Okay, yeah, okay. I, I'm, like I'm there now. 21 to like 23, I think is maybe like a little bit premature because for me, yeah. I would want to like get, I want to be a couple years removed from college maybe and like be in my career. Yeah. Because also too, I want to have kind of like a traditional like wedding at like a pretty nice venue and everything. And I mean, if you're like, depending on maybe like if you've saved or like if your parents are going to cover it for you or whatever the case is, if you're like 21 through like 23 or something, you're not really gonna have the requisite funds, I feel yeah, like, to be able to yeah. have that like dream wedding. Yeah. Um, because my uncle, the the only I've only been to two, no, three weddings in my life, but like two of them Dang. were like years and years ago, so I don't remember them. Yeah. Um, my most recent was was junior year of high school, sophomore year of high school. Wow. Okay. But they were like thirty something when they got married. Mm -hmm. Okay. So. I mean, like, 30s, maybe you can look at it and be like, oh, that's, like, the prime time because you're already, like, years into, yeah. I would think, years into, like, your field. Maybe you've already, like, gone up a level or two. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, I'd say probably, like, 27, 
maybe somewhere around there i i would think maybe is like a better age because like it also falls around like the whole kids discussion too yeah like i mean i know some people like have kids before they get married mm-hmm. that's not really how i want to do it yeah. i mean i know like power to you however you want to do it um but like same thing with that's happened too like people are starting to have kids at like 24 25 i'm like bro you've only if if you chose to go to college you've only been out like two years mm-hmm. or like a year so i'm like do you like that's a lot of because also i mean this kind of goes along with the subject but part of the reason too why marriage is different because like if you find that right person and the time is right then that's different than having a child but like if you have a kid at like 25 24 or something like that and like this isn't a knock to anybody that's had kids when they were that young but like i feel like i would just want to like live my life a little bit before i like made such a commitment like that yeah i kind of agree it's just it's weird that you like say that just because like now especially with like the the mass amount of different people i've met throughout my life it's so interesting to hear like different perspectives so like from your perspective it's <laughs> it's a good Cue the theme music <laughs> well from your perspective it is a great idea of like yeah some people want to like live their lives and stuff like that and like want to you know experience things throughout their lives with their significant other before they have like kids or before they want to have marriage but there's also some people that i've met that's also said that they've they feel like they've already experienced everything they need to and they already want to settle down like a great example would be like um someone that i'm talking to right now said that like talking about down the road like she wants to you know kind of just be like settled down right now and i'm, I'm kind of the same way like i don't want to i don't want to be settled down and married at 22 23 and having kids at 24 but like i don't want to go dating around anymore like i've not saying i had that phase but i don't want to go through that phase like i don't want to go through a phase of like dating six different girls each month or something like that and just because like i think it just either the level of like readiness you are in life because like a great example of what you were talking about how like some people at the age of like 24 and 25 when they get married and have kids like some you would think like they wouldn't have like a great great job in order to have like the wedding they want or like be ready for kids but like some people just already have that already and it's probably by accident like a great example we know some people in high school that had kids freshman year of college um and we know some people i know some people that got married recently and they didn't have like a real wedding they didn't want a real wedding they wouldn't like they just it got inaugurated to like an actual wedding like a marriage but like there was no family or anything there just they got married that's it mm-hmm. quick and easy and I think it just depends on like the different people, the different like ready level of readiness, and the different, I think, maturity of like how you are. Because, you know, I would I feel like the more mature you are, the more ready you feel like in life. Versus like some people that still want to live out their lives. Like a great example, one of my best friends, he is almost twenty five now, and he's still acting like a child like to this day. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty he, sure I need to. He's gone to like probably by the time he, first off he's 25, 26. You like close to 25. You would think he graduated undergrad college. Nope. Which is fine. Like there's nothing wrong with not graduating like on time. Like there, in, in my opinion, there isn't really an on time in graduating college anymore. Um, but he's gone through. By the time he does graduate from his undergrad. He would have gone to six different colleges 
Um, which once again, nothing wrong with that. It's just the reason, the choices of why he's gone to six different colleges is not the best decisions, as I can say in short. Um, but yeah, like there's different people and different uh, like different levels of readiness and. For my friend, uh, I don't think he's ready to take on the real world just yet, which is why he's still trying to live out his life. And I think by the time he gets to the age around like, I'd say 30, that's when he's gonna start realizing like, oh, maybe I should actually like take my life a little bit more seriously, you know, be a little bit more mature and all that. So I think like, the, I guess going back to your theme of like patience is what like kind of, it's really interesting to think about because it's just, the definition of patience is a universal definition, but everyone lives patience differently is the best way I can really explain it. Because your, your level of patience is still, in my opinion, a really high level of patience. Like, even though as much as you say you don't think you have a lot of patience, I think you do have a very high level of patience for certain things, just like I am. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're right in that regard because, like, okay, so I was actually, I don't remember who I was talking to about I don't, um, wow, English. Oh my goodness. Happens <laughs> to the best of us, brother. I don't, I don't remember who I was talking to about this the other mm-hmm. day. There we go. Now I can hit the applause button on the don't, but yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> but like, okay, so for instance, like fast food. Mm-hmm. Like fast food is in the name. You, you go, you get it, what, you're there for like five minutes, hopefully, yeah. like on a good day. Five, ten minutes, yeah. I'm... I've never been one to like, if they take a long time, like with my order, Mm -hmm. to like snap at somebody for it. Like that might come with age, because like I know a lot more like moms and dads Mm -hmm. or like older people that have kids or like they have some place to be. They're like, what the heck is taking so long? Like what's going on? Mm -hmm. But like me, just being a college student, if if they take like 10 extra minutes with my cheeseburger or whatever and Mm -hmm. they bring it out. Sometimes too, like depending on the restaurant, they'll compensate you for it. They'll give you like yeah, a, yeah. a free fry or whatever. But um, like I've never been one to like, oh, like, oh, I'm so sorry about that. I'm like, it's about time or something like that. So like in terms of stuff like that, I have pretty good patience. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. Maybe something more like assignments or something mm, yeah. that maybe, I, I guess maybe too, it kind of like comes down to a level of stress because like I'm not really super stressed about when my like food's gonna get out on time mm-hmm. i know it sounds like some like privileged trash because like oh i know my food's coming <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, just yeah. a matter of when um see it's kind of funny that you bring that up because especially assignments so like i think we kind of have to differentiate like what we mean or like when we use like different levels of patience so like when you're talking about like patience or like waiting for food in my opinion that's just kind of like idle patience where you're just literally doing nothing just waiting versus patience for assignments meaning you actually have to take time out of your day to sit and do assignments which is like actual mental strength to do that work and like that's a whole different level of patience versus like waiting in line for food in my opinion which i think we have to not we don't really have to but like in my opinion those are like two different levels of patience because like Patience for food, like I said, just you're sitting there idly waiting, just kind of mindless. Like you're not really thinking about, um, you know, like, hey, where's my food? Or like, you're not thinking about like, hey, like it, it depends of like the situation. Like a great example would be like, if you are at work and you have like a 30 minute break to go get lunch, right? Mm-hmm. Your patience would be a lot less um, t- 
tolerable. Like you, you would have a lot less to- uh, tolerance of patients um, because you have thirty minutes for a lunch versus if you weren't, if you didn't have thirty minutes, so you just had all day long. Yeah. So like, I think it just depends on situation like that. I think too, as you were talking, it kind of like made me think of something, which is like, um, still going off the food example is. Like if you're at a restaurant, say you're like okay Chick Fil A or something. Mm-hmm. If you if you go to Chick Fil A, I mean, that might be a, a pretty difficult example because like they have some of the best, if not the best, like customer service. Like they pride themselves on that with the whole like my, my pleasure. pleasure thing. Yeah. Um, but like okay, if you like go into Chick Fil A and you like buy something and there's some complication, like a machine broke or like whatever the case may mm-hmm. be you know you're going to leave with some sort of like compensation for yeah, that yeah. so either like however they can give your money back give you a gift card or like if you have to wait however long for their machine or whatever to get working mm-hmm. again you're gonna leave with some uh, hopefully unless you're just like fresh at a time and you gotta leave yeah. so you're like okay i'm out of here like it's not worth it yeah you're gonna leave with some sort of compensation whereas mm-hmm. in terms of like an assignment or something you might put in like a decent amount of time into something mm-hmm. it's kind of like the some sort of principle of like the um high risk high reward or like high risk mm-hmm. low reward kind of thing because mm-hmm. like okay food you're going to get something back but if you put in a lot of time and like an assignment or like school is the only thing really that i can like think of right now as a good example but mm-hmm. you might put in a lot of time and effort into something but you also okay like say you spent like two hours writing a paper or doing some sort of like case study or something mm-hmm. and you think you did a really good job but you get it back and, and the professor whoever is like oh this wasn't really like what we were looking for mm-hmm. and you get like a d on it or something mm-hmm. that you wouldn't really feel like you were like compensated kind of the meaning yeah because you Whereas food, when you're only waiting for like five, ten minutes, mm-hmm. you still get compensated if you spend like hours working on something. Like, do you see what I mean? Going yeah, down yeah, the road I of see. like, you, there's a, going along with what you said of like, kind of like defining. Patience. The, not just that, but like the value that you put into it. I think like what you're trying to find is like the incentive is what I was thinking of. Because like, there, there's not really an incentive to do assignments because other than like getting a good grade but like getting a good grade is like kind of what you want is the incentive quote unquote but to get that you have to have like hard work versus like when you're at like uh, going back to Chick-fil-A example like the incentive is that the longer you wait like you probably will get a reward or like some compensation back so like that's why you don't feel as I guess bad for waiting a little bit longer i mean that's why i also said too like chick-fil-a might be a bad example because they'll give well, you like half the menu if you're waiting there for like five minutes and yeah. they'll be like oh we're like super sorry here's my car that i drove to work today so <laughs> i mean like that that's I, a different example but it, it follows i think the same principle of like yeah. something that's you don't really put homo a whole bunch of effort into because you just say your order and like swipe your card yeah well i guess like if you're trying to think of like mm, I think like the best way I if you're trying to think about like putting in work like comparison to like assignments would probably be like a job like you like a best example would be let's say you're given a job that has to um, that's based on commissions not like hourly so like let's say um, you have to sell like a certain amount of products in order to meet your quota for the day right yeah so a great example would probably be like a door-to-door salesman. Let's say you're a door-to-door salesman and your quota for the day is like 10 sales, right? 
if you get 10 sales, that means you are done for the day. Like you don't have to go sell anymore. That's an incentive for like, cause you're still putting in a hard work and you're helping your company, right? But if you get your 10, um, 10 sales and you leave work early, that's an incentive and that's kind of like a high risk, high, not high risk, but like it's high reward. I mean, the, the, the risk to reward ratio might not be like the best example. It yeah. just kind of like popped in my head because I feel like it's a but somewhat like I, similar concept. Yeah, I feel I like it's a patient. I wouldn't say high risk for high reward. I think it's just like your patience for selling tech, like trying to sell more is more likely if you know that you're trying to leave early finish work early same as like homework like you know how like some at least i've been trying to do this recently to get myself to do more assignments and like doing it earlier is that if i do it earlier i have more time to do other things in my life like yeah. i value the gym a lot and like recently assignments and practices and stuff like that has been like getting in the way of like the gym so i haven't been able to go as like super consistently as i used to be like i used to go like seven days a week but now like there's some days that i either can go but it's not like a full workout or like some days where i literally just flat out camp because the gym closes or stuff like that or like i have like two more assignments to do before like do tonight that i like don't have time to go to the gym and finish it so i've been trying to like incentivize myself like all right if i can finish most of these assignments today that's due on wednesday then on wednesday i can go to the gym after practice or something like that like the incentivization of like um, mm -hmm. which is the same concept as like, you know, if you're able to sell 10, um, commissions, you get to leave work early. So, yeah, I think going back to, um, the original thought of kind patience, of like, yeah. well, patience, but the whole, like, you don't know when you're going to go kind of thing. Oh uh, yeah. We strayed real far. <laughs> no, I mean it, it followed like the same. Pathways. We were we were within the same like realm yeah. of what yeah. we we're talking about because um, that led to a pretty good discussion. But um, shoot, I forgot the immediate thing that I was gonna say. But so there were there were two things that I I wanted to bring up to you because I don't think you've heard either of them. Um, yeah. The first one was actually I think funny enough this was from Logan Paul when he I don't know if it was on his podcast or he was mm -hmm. talking about something else. Uh, it was just like a almost like a candid kind of video um, but going back to our whole like age thing when you think it's like something might be right for you I, I think this was Logan Paul mm. I could I could be very wrong but it was like an Instagram reel so uh, <laughs> that's my source <laughs> is Instagram you love the sources um, but he said something about and I'm gonna like botch this so I'm gonna try and remember as verbatim as I can mm -hmm. but it was something like your 20s a lot of people think is the time for you just kind of like cram in everything mm -hmm. and you really need to just kind of um just like fit in as much as you can because like later on in life you're not really going to have as much time to do so and i think he said that that was like the totally wrong way to look at it because he's like 26 27 I, he's I still pretty you. young yeah um but he said that from his experience, I mean, it's different because he's a millionaire and yeah. has lived like a pretty full life so yeah. far, I'd yeah. say. But um, his advice was that we need to get rid of this stigma that like the 20s is the time where you need to like cram everything in. Like, 20, mm -hmm. like your 20s are probably, I'd say most people would 
most people or a good amount of people would agree with this like some of the best time of your life because like when you turn 21 you could drink mm-hmm. um i don't know why that was the first example that i brought up but that's just i mean it's, 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 your it's early like one 20s. of the most common examples yeah like it's like your best introduction into the 20s i would say yeah um i mean a lot of people myself included thinking or are thinking that like past 21 i mean it's kind of like a number yeah i feel like the only i actually had this conversation the other day about like ages in within the 20s um yesterday with my athletic trainer because um we were talking about like one of my friends is the youngest friend out of like our friend group and i'm the second oldest um but we were talking about age and she turns 21 next may and my other my flyer because i do cheer um turns 21 before she does even though she is like two mm. years younger than her like yeah. in, in levels in respects of like um classes like um in college she's a sophomore but my friend that's not even 21 yet is a senior um and we were talking about this because like the only thing after the age of 21 is really 25 which is two things a you can rent a car at 25 and b your insurance goes down at 25 well, 26, I think, unless we're talking about two different things. 26 is like you can get off your parents' insurance, right? Or like yeah, your parents but 25, don't have to- like your insurance does decrease under your parents' insurance. So like, I don't think I knew that. That's yeah, so like once you turn 25, like uh, because most of the time people are still on their parents' insurance, your insurance does decrease, I would say like a significant amount because you now or out of basically out of college for the most part yeah um so there isn't much um insurance needed during those times because Mm -hmm. like you're most of the time on average in america most people are a lot less reckless at the age of 25 and older because that's where people are looking for jobs um trying to like make a living now trying to find like a house to live at or a place to stay at like they're not going through college still again and like partying all the time and stuff like that which hence why it's like 25 is around the age because that's where most the average human being does that so but like you're right anything after like the, like 21 for the most part is just a number in my opinion because um i turned 22 not soon but like i turned 20 soon uh, 22 like pretty like in february next february um but like i i don't i'm not really looking forward to it because there's nothing for me to celebrate besides like yes it's my birthday but like i feel like there's just nothing to do anymore at that point yeah because you've basically turned the age of something new like there's nothing new like when i turn 25 i'm not gonna go rent a car like there's no purpose for you to do that like it's like like you might take shots on your 21st birthday you're like oh man let's go rent you a car on your 25th birthday like yeah yeah, when you turn 21 they're like oh yeah like buy a drink finally or you know here try this drink or take a shot 25 i'm not gonna wake up and like you know what i feel like renting a car today i got some time on my hands let's go uh let's spend let's 60 dollars a, a vehicle let's go let's spend 120 dollars a day for a car like per day yeah no. sick not worth it um but yeah i thought that was interesting um logan's kind of perspective on i mean because i mean it's funny so when that whole like controversy I hope I don't have to bring up what it was, but like of years Logan's? ago with him, that when was like way he was going to get like canceled, yeah, yeah, quote yeah. unquote. Um, I was I wasn't like a huge fan of his, mm-hmm. um, and I mean like I'm not like a huge fan of his now, but like it's it's cool because he's come like a really long way, yeah, and he's he's made 
sure to kind of he's still like in the limelight but he's also made it made a very big point to just kind of dial it back a little bit Mm -hmm. because he used to go kind of like full throttle with some of the stuff he did obviously but he he stepped it back while also like catering towards his audience and still kind of like being a public figure Mm -hmm. um so i mean this sentence doesn't really mean anything but like i'm proud of him in that sense of like i because there was i can't remember i think it was some other like youtuber or something had like a huge controversy or something that they were going through and like the whole cancel culture thing was all over that that was in high school that, that was when we were in high school around like junior senior year i don't know who that youtuber is because i remember what, like, well do you know where i'm going with this story well hold on let me finish it yeah first, i'll let you say um there was some other youtuber or somebody that was also going through some sort of like scandal or controversy and i think I, I'm pretty sure this was Logan. It it came out that he reached out to them or like texted them or something oh, and said, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." Hey, believe me, I know what you're going through. Yes, I do. Y- I do remember that. You're gonna feel like this is one of your lowest points. Mm-hmm. Trust me, and look at where I am now. Steve Dobrik. Was it? Mm-hmm. What did it was? So what happened with that? That was during. This was like a couple years after the whole situation with Logan Paul. Um, but this is when David Dobrik's allegations came out about like him recording, um, basically recording girls having sex with like one of his like people that was in his squad without consent, basically. Um, and he's posted it. On Whoa, hold on, he, unless I'm just like interpreting that. So he didn't like record them having sex. He like. So, I don't know if you know, but David Dobrik has these, like, vlogs, obviously, on YouTube, yeah. and he's really famous for those. Yeah. And they're all, like, the same, like, four minutes and 20 seconds. Just four minutes and 20 seconds of just random clips throughout his day. Really? I thought they were longer than that. Mm-mm. They're literally only four minutes and 20 seconds. Huh. Um, and he has, like, random clips of, like, his highlights of the day, and one of the highlights was that his friend, um, they, they call him Dirty Dom in his, like, squad. Yeah. Because... I actually don't know why they call him Dirty Dom, but, like, he is, I would say, the epitome of, like, what a fuckboy is, basically, because um, he is... Pardon the language. Uh, sorry. The, I mean, pe- people are okay to, like, say bad words. Uh, like, I'm yeah. not actually mad at you, but, like, I'll, I'll tr- we'll try and censor yeah, ourselves. Yeah, sorry. I, I try to keep it PG. But in, just, in the sense of what it is called in society, yes, fuckboy fuck is probably boys. the best Yeah, like, he's the epitome for- of what fuck boy literally is because he has like the voice he wears a hat he like that hat like a like of a he has boy. a voice or he, he has, has a, like certain a certain kind of <laughs> like his, the way he talks Ew, he like, talks what a sleaze like, bag no it's just the way he talks like he's like oh man. dead kind yeah he's like man i need me some girl like that kind of yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah. Like, um so one time like they all went to like the bars or like uh clubs and like he brought home like a few girls and jeez um, some of the girls um well david don't we asked them like kind of just like as a joke but like it kind of like it seemed very forced on them asking them like would, would you have sex with dom basically and like it kind of like kept getting pushed on them and pushed on them that question and was that well i'll let you finish I'll well ask. yeah basically it, they kind of was like no not really but he had the camera out so then he was like recording like them and basically like they felt pure pressure too so then like they kind of said yeah and then 
he David Dibble didn't actually like record the video of them having sex, but like he recorded the door behind it, and like you could hear all of that, and that That's was unconsensual. Yeah. So yeah, the girl like the girls in those videos came out and made allegations about that. And that's when everyone was started canceling him, and David Dobrik went into like a deep depressive state, and that's when Logan Paul reached out. That's wild. I don't think I knew that that's what it was centered around. Yes, I couldn't was. remember who like the celebrity was. It was David Dobrik. I remember it now. That's. It sounds familiar that it was David, but I didn't know about like what what it was what it was about. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's interesting. But um, yeah, so he Logan talked about he reached out to David mm-hmm. and. He said, I know that the world's going to seem like it's crumbling right now, but I promise you, like, it's not. And, I mean, evidently so, like, David came out of that, and he's still, like, really successful and doing pretty well for himself. Um, I mean, sometimes I feel like that's also kind of just who your audience is, because, like, okay, the the whole Logan Paul thing, that was kind of more... I'm, like okay, David and Logan Swing were both really bad, but the the Logan Paul thing I remember like was, was bad. really bad. I and think like that was just like and this is what I was going back. I was going to say this earlier, but um, I think this is the perfect time to say it now. Honestly, I think this goes back into like the readiness and like maturity of people in their lives because at the time when Logan had that whole camp like thing about him being canceled and say they were David. Those were times in their lives that they were, they thought they were more mature than they were, or they thought like they were on top of the world basically. So it made them more reckless and like they felt like they could do anything and like get away with it for the most part. So at that time, their maturity level and like their readiness in life was a lot lower versus now. I think Logan Paul is very mature now. I feel like he's grown up, he's, um, you know, acted very adult like very much his age now even like honestly he seems way older like uh, when you said he was probably like around 26 27 maybe even younger like it kind of it kind of slips my mind that he's only a few years older than us and like it's really weird to think about that considering he acts super mature and like he acts very like a prop not a proper guy i would say but like more like you know a civilized person like because i hear i see conversations about him i see him talking to other people and like he's a down-to-earth guy now versus back then he was a very not down-to-earth guy he was very like a like a mask or a face or a i mean i i think he was still down to earth i think maybe it was more at least like from my perspective mm-hmm. <laughs> hit the button again um i think <laughs> it was more like back then and some people might still feel the same way now but back then like if you met logan paul you'd kind of be uh, or like if you saw him on the street mm-hmm. like wherever um you might like go say hi to him but like it was still like with either pre or post controversy it was still kind of like oh, logan paul like that annoying guy but like now yeah. it's maybe more like oh like you saw logan paul like yeah. walking around the street whatever. oh that's pretty cool and i think that once again goes back to the maturity level because if you think about it who the people that are celebrities and stuff like that, most of them are mature and like they have like that level of like, I feel like it's that level of respect. Like you have that level of respect for certain people like that because, you know, people didn't really respect Luke Paul back then for what he did. And like now, even with that con- like thing that still is there, like that what he did, 
like people respect him now for what he's done now versus what he used to do. Yeah, I mean, I think you could also on like a micro level, and that that could be a whole separate conversation. But you can go towards like the whole like empathy standpoint of it because, mm-hmm. um, like you have to think if I made a mistake as bad as he did, I would I wouldn't want people to be like yeah. we're going to take everything you have away from you yeah. and take your platform. You can never do what made you money again because mm-hmm. of how badly you messed up mm-hmm. um i think that speaks volumes too of because like i said i was not like a huge fan of his when like mm-hmm. that whole thing happened i thought he was like, incredibly annoying mm-hmm. um so the fact everyone's like we're shutting him down i was like yeah i was like all for it and behind mm-hmm. it but honestly now like i don't really mind him that much like i mean obviously i brought him up for a discussion on our podcast mm-hmm. so um mm-hmm. but and i think that was a pretty good lesson behind his um, I mean, did you want to speak any more than that? Cause well, yeah, I was going to say, because this actually kind of brings me of like the quote that I wrote on the board. Um, if you guys don't know, we have this like board in our apartment. Um, it used to be just a board that we keep tallies of like the amount of times we go out and eat. Yeah. But we've, we've now changed it to more of a positive thing where, um, or a negative thing. It, it's just like a board of... <laughs> sad boy <laughs> board. it's just a it's just a board of quotes that we find um that speaks volumes to us um and right now a good, good majority of them are like cole's quotes but i have a quote up there that i wrote from the other night um and it says i don't know if it's exactly like word for word but it says um what people say about you are not a reflection of you it's a reflection of them yeah so like i think logan paul really did turn that around because like when he was getting canceled and everything right like he couldn't do anything about that like he all he did was apologize for it and yeah he apologized for it what else can he do you know so yeah all he did was you know everyone was saying these things about him like oh he's canceled he's not a good person those were reflections of what people thought about him not who he actually is so i I mean that's kind of a thin line. We, we'll never know because we're yeah. not him. But no, I mean, he. I think it was also like Logan didn't actually think he. I mean, clearly, like he posted the video, mm-hmm. so yeah. I don't. I don't think he genuinely believed he did wrong. Um, because I think I remember I didn't watch the whole thing because, like I said, I wasn't like like a regular to like his channel i i saw it pop up because it was like popular at the time but i think i like actually watched the video i didn't see the part about like the really bad thing that everybody talked about yeah um but i saw it like a couple days later people were like oh we just can like let this slide that's kind of crazy so i like i don't think logan like really believed he did wrong and then even when he issued his apology a lot of people were saying like that looked fake or like it didn't look look like he meant it really much um i think now where he is showed that he meant it because he like i said after that happened he like borderline went off the grid i feel like because i mean and he kind of had to um and then after a while it it depended on how willing people were to receive his content after but he put out a video like a couple months me i don't I don't think it was weeks. I think it was a good amount of time. It was at least like a month or something after he issued his apology or like he tried to put out content again and people were still on the whole like, get him out of here. Like, this is nonsense. We're not going to let him keep making content for... Because Kids was his 
primary audience mm-hmm. or like younger people um but yeah so i don't well it's funny that you like bring up concepts of like being canceled and stuff like that because there's like a controversy now it's not obviously on the same like level of like yeah. david dobrik and um logan paul like at all and this is just literally about gaming um i don't know if you've seen this at all but there's this girl on tiktok nadia yeah she's like a big controversy <laughs> i like thing. i immediately knew yeah, what you're about to talk she's about. like a big controversy thing right now just because like her playing modern warfare versus playing when she played like the mw2 event with like call of duty are two different players basically and everyone's just like accusing her of like cheating and like stuff like that and like you know now now that everyone is basically like there's there's a wave of people saying that she's cheating so everyone's just riding that wave right now but like there's been also a lot of confirmations of people saying like she doesn't cheat i it's funny i didn't know she was gonna get brought up in this but um well i just it was just the same concept because like it's the it's the allegations of like canceling her because like i saw, when i first saw her on tiktok like she claimed like oh she's one of the best like four uh not fortnite players modern warfare players ever like she's yeah. dropping 26 bombs and i was like okay i believe that like there are good girls out there that play modern warfare way to, way to be open-minded thomas well at i was a, just at a boy i mean like as a person that is terrible at games and like I'm, you know better than anyone i suck at like first person shooters especially when you play apex with me or yeah when we used to play call of duty all the time you would get my you would carry my ass all the time basically but um sorry for the profanity <laughs> but it's kind of true it's uh, it slips sometimes yeah. can't blame but you. like it's just so like i believed it and like i didn't think much of it and then just randomly i heard people like making allegations of like her cheating and stuff like that and i'm not gonna lie like i kind of believe them because i see like clips of like her like i don't i don't her saying there's a what is it a frame glitch or something like that where she would be it was it's a clip of her shooting at someone and then the person like glitches back this way but her I, aim goes I, back that I've way too i've seen a clip like that yeah. yeah so like her her um not excuse but like her explanation is a frame glitch but like i've never had that happen ever in my life playing modern warfare uh, yeah i mean like it's it's funny to see on tiktok like people kind of like trashing on her like it, yeah. it's funny but it's also just kind of that whole like i don't know like mob mentality almost but That's it's just, what I'm saying. it's 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 like funny to see but mm. it's also at the same time because like ninja spoke about this the other day i don't know yeah, if you saw I that did clip see that too. but because i was thinking the same thing obviously ninja has a higher platform than we do but mm-hmm. um he spoke on it and he was like well you guys are also like stupid because even if she is cheating or like you think she's cheating you're giving her so much publicity, so much publicity yeah and like I thought the same thing because like like I said it, like it was funny to like pick on her for it but like I mean I consider myself to be pretty good at I guess Call of Duty but like I guess video games in general but she mm-hmm. could still smoke me like yeah, any yeah. day out of the week mm-hmm. um, I thought the story was still funny but Ninja like completely hit the nail on the head of just being like you guys are morons because yeah. all you're doing is you're just feeding into it because yeah like people like if you didn't know about who Nadia was you might be like what and then like go watch her stuff and then keep watching it and be like oh she is cheating or like mm-hmm. you're trash or, or like go into her comments but you're giving her money literally yeah, by you're literally doing the opposite of like what you should be or like what you think you, <laughs> what you should be doing <laughs> like, you op- should be not watching her stuff <laughs> yeah just like it, you, 
it's like two negatives making a positive is basically what like in short so like what you think you're doing like is trashing on her but in reality it's really helping her and helping her get more like known because once again Nadia was not a person I knew about until randomly I heard about her cheating um, and her claims of like trying not to cheat at the MWT live event Call of Duty and like her like looking around at like the event managers make sure like they don't see her cheats and stuff like that I think I, I saw some of those yeah clips. like I, I like I once again don't know anything about Nadia have never watched her play Call of Duty once like her live streams will like pop up my TikTok. Obviously, I would scroll by because I don't have time to like sit and watch it live. But like every time I have like scroll by, I would look and she's it'd just be saying respawn waiting. Every time I look like look at it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, well, I'll I'll finish up this comment about Nadia and then we can move to the yeah. second subject I was gonna yeah. bring up. But. The, the only thing I don't like it like this is just consistent like regardless of who you are but mm-hmm. I don't like how kind of either in response to everyone saying that she was cheating or like just in general but I'm I'm not a fan of like super cocky individuals me neither so like when people were coming out and saying like, oh you're cheating or whatever she made you've probably seen this clip because people edited it where she said like you're just upset that a girl is better than you at video games or whatever and I people would cut that. to her like just getting trashed in the game yep, or something yep. or playing <laughs> it, it's terrible like mm. and super misogynistic but like it's like sandwich making simulator or something <laughs> and um, it, it's terrible but um, so like that's the only thing like it has nothing to do with her being a woman or anything yeah, like that, yeah. but like just cocky people in general. I'm not like a huge fan of. Uh, I'm the same way. Because like kind of even with um like I like Nick Marks, but like sometimes he's too full of himself. I'm kind of like, bro, that's not like a good look for you. I know it works for him, obviously, because yeah. he's super successful. But um, sometimes like I find him funny, but like sometimes he'll say stuff. I'm like, nah, that's kind of. Well, see, I think the difference between like Nadia and like other content creators, especially like Nick Marks. Is that Nick Merckx and like other people? A great example, in my opinion, would be like uh, Tim, Tim the Tatman. Yeah, he is cocky, in my opinion, but he also sometimes own up to like being trash, and that's what's funny about Tim, that. I mean, I haven't really seen the super cocky side of Tim, also because like Tim dies a lot in video games, that's and like. True a lot of the times in like really stupid ways so he picks on himself yeah but that's what i'm saying like he owns up to it is what i'm saying yeah. so like times like that he owns up to it and nick marks especially like he is cocky but like at the same time like if he does trash he either a plays it off like it's funny or b he owns up to it like, like man i like one of the best clips i've ever seen from nick marks recently was him playing apex and he is really far away he has r99 one of the i think worst, i know you're about to go with this guns and he shoots he shoots two, I think, two mags. And he says, give it back, Grandma. Let me... Uh, yep. He's like, Grandma, you said you hit shots. Give me that back. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, that's so funny. But that's the thing. He like he owns up to it or he makes a joke out of it. Versus Nadia, he, she would either not say anything about it or just like keep going with it. I'm curious, um, and we'll finish on this for her, but I'm curious like if there's clips of her out there, like if she is on her lives or whatever, if she just like stinks up the joint if she's some, something like oh she like she like leans over and checks she's like oh i don't have my vpn turned on or whatever that's why i'm doing so bad so because that's no what i've seen doing. like i've seen 
I wouldn't say like own up to it or like make it funny, but I've seen her say like, "Oh, those are good shots." Like, I like I, I yeah. That's why I would die. But like, that's not funny. Like, that's just like, all right, she owns up to it. Cool. But like, I mean, I I think it's just we're we see more bad from her than we do good because yeah. it's like a trend right now for be like, oh, Nadia sucks. Yeah, like it's kind of like you're basically looking for bad. Like yeah, you're you're trying to find the bad versus like because there's a saying I heard, actually heard from my psych class like. There's so much good you can do, but as soon as you mess up, that's the highlight of everything. Like, like that's what everyone will focus on. Like, you can save thousands of lives, but you let one one patient die. Everyone's gonna focus on that one failure you did. Versus well, not just that. Like, damn, we're. <laughs> I said we're gonna finish on Nadia, but this is gonna stem a whole other thing. This is what we'll finish on. Okay. Um, that's also too. I think. Well, not I think. That's why I can never be in some sort of like medical field because mm-hmm. if I were a doctor or even an assistant to that stuff or like nurse or whatever, man, props to those people, honestly, for like they being in those professions. Like so much emotional. I, stuff. if, if anything like that happened, because also I don't hear about it as much. I'm almost positive that it happens like decently frequently, but stuff like surgeries might go wrong sometimes and even though that you went to school and you trained like your life for stuff like that unfortunately like, mistakes happen yeah, and there's expectations like there's some things that unexpected comes up that, you that but also you for. could be performing an operation or something and you just like mess up and it costs somebody like their life or like they become paralyzed or something like mm-hmm. that and you have to live with that so that's what i'm saying props to those people because i could never be in that field or live like that because you're right like if a patient dies on your watch you feel like that's your fault like you could have done more even though maybe you couldn't have so mm-hmm. um and that on a super i'm i'm searching through the weeds right now to circle it back around but okay. um I mean, you don't have to circle it back around you can literally just say like, no nah, but i was gonna say like it that can also kind of go back to our whole like you don't know how long you're gonna be here kind of thing mm-hmm. so I see. um but anyway straying from nadia and whatever conversation <laughs> well, we, we were, were just having about, about it. yeah um the other thing i think i told you that i started watching a show i'm not 100 percent sure but this does pertain to the original subject field that was that okay. we started about kind of like patience and just kind of seizing your opportunity kind of thing mm-hmm. um have you watched cobra kai at all Mm-mm. okay i told you i was starting to watch it right or i, I think wanted you to told me about it but i think kind of i'm not gonna lie i think it went in one ear out the other just okay. because it was That's, something like it wasn't like super significant in my opinion no like, I, I mean i don't it's it's not like it's super. like me telling you i went to go to school <laughs> okay like it's not really. I mean, I listen, so I don't know. Okay, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just Whatever. Um, no, but so the reason I bring up Cobra Kai is, and I've only watched the first season because I think it came out in like 2017 or something. I didn't realize. I thought it was like somewhat new, but then like season five. So I guess like they, they've definitely put the time in. But um, the reason I bring it up, and I recommend that you watch this show. But if anybody listening to this hasn't seen Cobra Kai, and it, this isn't like a super big spoiler, so like mm-hmm. that's why I don't have any problem like bringing this up to you but um from what i've watched only like the first season so far it follows a story of a kid um i think his name is miguel i'm almost positive yeah like i know i'm I'm looking at you to think not really expecting you to answer (laughs) that question like i know i'm like dude i haven't watched the only show that's close to cobra kai that i've watched was um 
kicking it back at well also <laughs> the, the, the like the only <laughs> yeah, that was a good show <laughs> it was um, a great show also like the only reason i'm looking at you for that is because like i'm like 90 percent sure his name is miguel but if i'm just thinking like oh it's some spanish kid and i just made up the name miguel i don't want to sound racist about that but i'm almost actually hold on let me google this real quick because I, I need to be able to sleep tonight knowing that i, was I didn't about to say, I think um, you need some reassurance for in order to you know feel like he feels more i guess i don't know it's okay. I, I suck at names too, especially with like a bunch of shows that I watch. Okay, yes, his name is Miguel. Okay, you um, saved yourself there, buddy. <laughs> Dodge a bullet. Um, that's sad too because I'm like. Anyway, let's let's go back. <laughs> but um, so from what I've seen so far, it follows a kid named Miguel who he doesn't have a father figure in his life. Um, the show I can relate. Yeah. We can talk about that some other. Yeah. But the show follows. It takes place. I never. I don't know if you have. I think we talked about this the other day. Um, but I. I don't think I've seen, or at least I can't remember, like the original Karate Kid movies. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, a lot of people might say is a crime because they're like really good, mm-hmm. or at least the first one is. I think some people said that. I watched the first original one, and then I didn't watch the second one. I saw the Jaden Smith one, but that's not what this. Yeah, is but about. I remember watching the first, one, like the original original one, and then the Jaden Smith one. They're pretty close but there's a lot of scenes that are cut out but anyways i mean it's point. like it, they're those like cheesy like 80s karate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but um it the story is revolved around johnny who is the kid that um oh god this is terrible because i literally like i just watched this show Ra- ralph macho's character freaking daniel Oh my goodness, Daniel's son. That's where that comes from. I, I, I don't know how that escaped my mind. Oh, uh, 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 okay. Daniel. So okay. it follows a story of Johnny, the kid that Daniel beat in the karate tournament. So like the famous like crane mm, kick. It's yeah. the story about that blonde the kid that, kid that he that beat. Guy. Oh. Which like even just saying that, you can say like that's a pretty good premise of the yeah. show. And which is why I encourage you to watch it. Yeah. Because um, okay. the episodes are also only like 30 minutes. So they don't oh, take that wow. long. So like their actual tv show episode yeah okay. I, we need to get away from the hour but we could talk we could talk about film and tv another yeah. day um anyway wow we get sidetracked talking about this stuff but it makes for good conversation mm-hmm. so there we go but so the show follows johnny and um he it's like year years down the road um and he's still not kind of completely over the loss of the karate tournament really and he lives at this like little apartment complex or whatever and this kid miguel Mm -hmm. who i bring up he didn't have a father figure because that pertains to the story um but he he sees johnny and i don't really remember like what he saw in him but he was just kind of like hey um he he saw Johnny like do karate at one point because they I'll try not to go like super in depth but mm-hmm. they they were like at a gas station and then like Miguel was getting like bullied and Johnny like beat the kids up or whatever I think I've seen that scene before. to like protect him yeah. and then after that he was like yo can you teach because they like live right next to each other yeah, so like yeah. they recognize each other mm-hmm. um, he's like can you teach me that and then the, like the, sh- the show follows kind of like their story of because Cobra Kai the, the program that Johnny was in was very like they're the villains yeah. of the story, so they're very like, no mercy, like only kind of like the Sith and Star Wars, yeah. to, like go and nerd on you, like use your anger, kind of stuff like that. Breaking bones. Yeah, stuff, stuff. Um, 
kind of cheesy, but we'll we'll cut that in post. Um, I said type style. Oh, I didn't. Well, damn. I should let you finish. <laughs> Oops. Um, but uh, so the thing about the show, which I wanted to bring into this discussion, was um, Johnny's philosophy of teaching these kids, which was a part of, or which was different than what Daniel learned, because Daniel and Mr. Miyagi learned a lot about like balance mm-hmm. and kind of like karate is for defense, not offense. Mm-hmm. Um, Johnny's is the complete opposite, hence like why he was the villain in the yeah. show. But one of his philosophies, which kind of revolves around this idea of patience and not waiting, um, in the sense was part of his story was he kind of regretted, I think part of Johnny's story, I, I could be very wrong. So anybody listening to this has seen Karate Kid, you, you'll know where I'm going. It might not be accurate, but um, you can't, the philosophy that he teaches Miguel and the other kids that come to the program is you can't sit around and wait or like, it's kind of in a completely appropriate sense, like don't take no for an answer kind of thing. Um, because there's a scene where Miguel asks this girl out that he thinks is really cute, which happens to be Daniel's daughter actually, which I'm not going to keep talking about it to spoil well, it. But, spoiling um, things. Okay. Yeah, my bad. But, uh, he he really likes her, um, and they're at school, and he asks her out, and she she was coming off a breakup. And it was gonna hit close to home, but uh, he he asks her out, and she's like, I don't know, like I'm still kind of like fresh off a breakup, like we're we're cool, I like talking to you, but I don't really know. And he walks away, and classic cinematography in most films and TV shows, it keeps the shot on him it like she's in the background and he's like walking away but it keeps a shot on his face and he's like Mm. and you can hear like johnny's teachings in the back of his head or he even says to himself i'm pretty sure he's like no man like you can't don't let this slip from you like Mm. take initiative here so he learned he turns around he's like okay what if it's not a date that we go on we just happen to be at the same place together hanging out at the same time Mm. and it, it was funny and she was like, well, as long as it's not a date. And then it turns into a date. Hence, like, you know, how the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I think I think that lesson in Cobra Kai is pretty interesting. I think um, to a smaller level, because Johnny's more imposing, kind of, on... And again, this is the language of the show. I'm, I wouldn't say this otherwise. But his whole... Did I just unplug my mic? Not okay, no. Good. <laughs> um his whole thing is like don't be a pussy Mm. um and i hate that word too so but (laughs) but um that's what miguel kind of like keeps telling himself which might not be like especially like for a kid that's like in this show that might not be the best like lesson to teach somebody it's like that word but it it's a sense of like don't don't wait like if you know that you want something Mm. like fight for it take care of it now yeah because you don't know because part of like johnny's whole thing was um if miguel didn't do that like if he didn't go up to him and was like hey let's go on a date even though it's not a date even mm-hmm. it was a date but um then who knows maybe like tomorrow she was just in a funk that day and tomorrow like some other kid can come by and be like hey i really like you let's go get food together kind of thing so i thought that was really cool um stuff happens in the show that 
I'm not going to talk about, but mm-hmm. for the time being, when I saw that on screen, which is why I really, I really need to like finish the show because it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the time being, that was really sweet, and that kind of like impacted me a little bit because even though it's focused around like high schoolers and like teenagers, mm-hmm. there's, which is the case for a lot of like movies and TV shows anyway. There's lessons that are taught in a certain way that might not directly relate to you but it can be applied but the lesson from it you can take out like like for instance Spider-Man Homecoming when that came out we were still in high school Um, and there were a lot of lessons about like love and just friendship in that movie that I kind of took away as well but for Cobra Kai even though I'm like a couple years removed from the position that they're in I think that that lesson was um, pretty interesting I think like Especially with movies, I think there's always lessons that can be taken away from, like, even, especially, like, now there's, like, Disney movies that are coming out now that are, you know, geared towards kids, but, like, I still watch sometimes and still learn other things. Like, a great example, it's really, this is a really weird way that I learned a lesson, but um, I watched a film theory I don't know if you know who like film theory is. A guy that it's like the game theory kind yeah, of. Yeah, it's a game theory guy. It's yeah. the same guy, but like it's a different Matt or whatever. Yeah, Matt, really, Matt oh. Pat. He's the same guy, but like good he, for him. He has so many channels, but he has this one for films. Like he has one for films. He has one for cooking. So I watched some of his film theory stuff about like certain shows or like TVs and stuff like that. And I was watching his one on Rick and Morty, and it was just one about the new season that came out um, with this new episode. And I'm not going to spoil it for you if you're going to watch it. Um, but it's basically taught, like, that main theme of the episode was about grief and, like, how to handle grief and, like, how different people handle What's grief. Se- was this one of the newer seasons? This is, like, literally season six. Literally, that came out, like, a couple oh, weeks okay. ago. Because I, I think I stopped after four, maybe. So, okay, yeah. yeah. So, season six just came out and they're, like, coming out with episodes now. I'm waiting for the episode this week. But, anyways, going back to, like, handling different, like, handling grief and how to handle grief. Like, there are, in the show, there's two people in the show that handle grief two different ways and how they exemplify it they make it seem like one way they handle grief is better than the other way but in the grand scheme of things both ways is actually bad ways to handle grief and like it, it made me think about like how to handle grief because literally i watched that like three days after getting back from texas and all that um with my own stuff handling with grief and everything mm-hmm. that it made me think about like Am I handling grief the, like the correct way? And like that's what I'm saying. Like handling those different like lessons, especially um, going back to your lesson of like uh, don't don't wait for things, basically, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, like they're applicable in so different, so many different ways from like movies, TV shows. But like going back to your lesson of like maybe you shouldn't wait. I think there's there's like a um, there's a fine line I would say to how you use that like patience or like go for what you would say um don't be a pussy um philosophy because i think yes in most things it's okay to do that but i think there's also some things that once again you should be patient about and just let it unravel versus unraveling it by yourself it's interesting we bring up um like disney movies kind of and like the message of it um have you seen soul Mm-mm. I heard about the concept. Though. Let me tell you. I heard. I heard about the concept because isn't it about um, 
what is it a kid that goes into like the undead world and like his grandparents or something or no that's coco sorry i was like is this that's, man talking about coco that's that coco. is not i haven't even watched coco either soul is oh, wow. about something okay you else. got some work to do my I, boy. I, okay see i'm gonna tell you one thing about about you like there was one thing that you guys could learn about me is that i do not keep up with movies at all i'm so bad <laughs> at movies like it's because they come out in theaters and i'm like i'm too poor to go watch these movies and i just don't watch movies in general that often like when i do it's usually horror movies or stuff like that by myself so let me like this is a great example the most recent marvel movie i watched in theaters was endgame and i haven't watched any other like uh movie after that okay except spider-man uh, no way home no way home was another one i watched in theaters but i mean that, that and some like, in some people's mind that's okay yeah, but there's like three other like Marvel movies that came out, and I still haven't watched them yet. Well, there's been like more than that. It's been like four or five, I think. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Something like that. Still- well, well, yeah, we'll talk about it some other time. But yeah. um, well, going back to Soul, the reason I bring up Soul, um, I I think it was made by the same people actually. But did you ever see Inside Out? Mm, Yo, no. dog! I gotta make like a list for you because <laughs> I, I, I know what Inside Out is about. Like I, I've heard the premise of it, and I've like watched some clips of it before, but like, I've never actually watched it all the way through. But okay. I know what it is. Well, maybe one of these days we can watch Inside Out, Soul, and Coco. Okay, because all three are really good movies. I heard, like, I heard they have like really good premises and like themes and like lessons to learn from. Because one of my favorite movies that I've learned a lesson from is Treasure Planet. Like, I love that movie. I, I, I forgot to tell you, I watched it. Really? Like, somewhat recently. Really? I love that, that movie. Unless, that's the one with, like, the, uh, like, the, um, like, the space pirate ship. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah. That was a good movie. I liked it. I love that movie. It's, it's one of my favorite ones, uh, if not favorite, next to Meet the Robinsons. Um, funny enough, because they both talk about father figures and stuff like that. Yeah. And, like, very, very deep, very deep and dark, but like growing Tre- up. With, Treasure Planet was like really sad if you think about it. That's what it. I'm saying. Like growing up with the with like especially me growing up with that father figure, having that watching a movie that's basically the same concept of like not having a father figure and like you know going through having someone that has that idea of a father figure and you look up to was so hard hitting, especially as a kid. Like I learned I learned that when I first not first watched it, but like. When I was older and watched it again, I learned that really, really hard. But going back, going off that tangent. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that was, that was, a, that was a good little discussion. Yeah. So, um, But the reason I bring up Soul and kind of like subsequently Inside Out, and like I said, I think they were made by the same people. Well, I mean, it's all Disney, but I think it's the people that worked Disney. on Inside yes, Out worked on Yeah, the same like uh, animators. Yeah. Or like story like whoever wrote the story i think oh, like they, yeah, it was yeah. pretty so i could be wrong about that but um without giving too much away from it or i hate the english language i'm gonna you put don't. that out there right now i hate it because i suck at it so <laughs> um i've gotten better at it somehow without giving too much away mm-hmm. um the premise of soul is that this guy dies Okay. And he goes to kind of like the world between life and death. Oh, okay. And he he's like he's on track to die. Like he's mm-hmm. going to go to like heaven, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um he like strays off the path to see the I think it's like the world like before birth. So like 
people finding their niche in a way and a scene in the movie like really really powerful which is why i want you to watch this movie at some point um is he goes through this gallery to see like the main moments of his life and like what his life like meant Mm -hmm. and he goes through the gallery and because like his whole um ordeal is that he loves music like jazz music or like soul music um and that helps him and i feel pretty similar it's different obviously because like i'm not a musician Mm -hmm. but music helps me and it heals me too but that's his like thing like that's what he believes he was like put there for was like make music and express himself through that Mm -hmm. but he goes to this gallery and he leaves or he goes through it and he was like my life didn't mean anything wow because and soul's actually like a really good example for this discussion because he died in a very unexpected way mm-hmm. um and he goes through this gallery that showcased the main points in his life and he's like i did nothing like even though i yeah i died in an unexpected way but i thought that i lived this long grand life mm-hmm. or long he was he was probably like 30 something maybe 40 something when he died um but he was like i i thought i lived a life that had meaning and people cared about but as he went through this gallery he left and he was like that's not true like none of that happened and so the whole movie kind of revolves around like finding yourself and kind of it, it revolves around the Mark Twain quote that's like one of my favorites yeah, ever that yeah. I think you've probably heard because it was also in The Flash at one point. Um, but it's the um, the two most important days in your life are the day you're born and the day you find out why. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. And I think that quote also can kind of go in soul a little bit because... The end of the movie, he still he still like does music, but he has like a completely different outlook on life yeah. because he spent a good majority of the movie trying to help somebody find who they are, but not himself. But in a way, like in the process of helping them, he finds oh, himself. Oh, 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 gotcha, gotcha. So, which is why it's such a great oh, movie, okay. and Jamie Foxx and everybody was a part of it, did, like a really good job oh, with right. it. Okay. Um, but yeah, like, oh man, this like really makes me want to watch Soul again because it, it was. There's one scene in particular that I'm not going to tell you yeah. because it, I, like, it's not even really spoilery. But you just want me to experience it. Yeah. But it, it, it it's like a, not even like a five minute segment. And like when we watch, if we watch it together, if you watch it by yourself, mm-hmm. I'll point it out and I'll be like, yo, because like I, I think I, when I went back and watched it like when I was watching it for the first time, and it's such just like a powerful scene because yeah. there's so many like thoughts and emotions yeah. going on, but. I think Soul had a really good message of, because when it came out, a lot of people too talked about how like this movie makes you think. Yeah. And like, I I started the movie at one point, I got maybe like 30, 45 minutes into it and then I just stopped for whatever reason. And then I later, I restarted the movie and I watched it again. Great decision, by the way, because it mm-hmm. taught me a lot. And um, it's kind of like a main point now i guess of mm-hmm. this conversation but um it it had a such a powerful and like a really good message 
and going along with like inside out and the process of like core memories and mm-hmm. yeah. how important the imagination is to a child mm-hmm. and like emotions um but yeah I, th- I thought soul had a really good message especially as it, like i said pertains to this topic because not only did he die in the movie quite unexpectedly but also how many of us can look back and say like if you were to die tomorrow and you went through some sort of process like in soul where you went back and you looked at your life how many of us can say really that we're proud of what we lived yeah and i i think to not try and get too deep because this could be like a whole other podcast topic Mm -hmm. conversation i that's what i'm kind of like struggling with right now Mm -hmm. is and it revolves back around to the logan paul thing which is what he was talking about which was your 20s don't worry about what i'm worrying about which i'm about to say mm-hmm. is i want to have already been on or very soon be on a path of um like when you're gone people still talk about you mm-hmm. and 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 not in the sense of like like you, you you'll be remembered your, yeah you just want to feel like you li- you left your imprint yeah and it, like also because there's there's probably plenty more like uh culture references stuff that i could bring up to it but also the, i don't this isn't his quote but it was from a song but macklemore in one of his songs i can't remember which song it was said um you die twice once when they bury you in the grave and the second time's the last time somebody mentions your name yeah which like family and stuff like that people are going to like remember you and everything like that but it's i i guess the the goal or the dream is to have more than just like your family or like close friends remember you mm-hmm. which also i guess you could say is maybe why i started this in the first place is i think that part of my gift or what I believe to be my gift, as trying to sound as non-narcissistic as possible, <laughs> is um, I love talking. Yeah. And if I can, I I talk mostly to try and help other people mm-hmm. because I think that sometimes there's conversations or subjects that people don't want to talk about or don't yeah. want to have yeah. not really like the controversial like oh politics and just, stuff like that just like uh touchy subjects yeah yeah but it, it's also too like i think still we're kind of in a society or uh, we live in a society where and like this could go the whole like toxic masculinity thing mm-hmm. but people don't really like open up too much mm-hmm. i mean and if they do they're afraid that people are going to look at them and be like that's not the person that I know. Mm-hmm. Like, because yeah. most people would see me as just kind of be like a funny guy, yeah. always has a pretty good attitude at work or at mm-hmm. school or whatever. You like, you're pretty outgoing, like, and funny. So like, you you, you fall on like the same spectrum yeah, I'm the same with that. Way. Like everyone knows me as a, oh, he's always happy. He's always brings up uplifting spirits. You know, always doing something. We go gym guy. Like, yeah, that's what everyone sees me as. But then behind closed doors, or even like some of the discussions we've already had Mm -hmm. that's not always the case so in the process of helping people with my words i'm also helping myself because i feel like it's also super important to 
which is why, again, I created this in the first place, was even if nobody listens to this, like if it's just me watching it 40,000 times over and yeah, over again, it, it just helps talking about it sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it, it goes back to soul and what I was talking about of I want to live a life that meant something in the end. Mm-hmm. And I know that hopefully I have years and years left of proving that not just to the world but to myself. Mm-hmm. Um but I think watching that movie and just kind of going through what I go through on a daily basis and kind of the crisis that I'm going through right now about trying to find my purpose mm-hmm. is teaching me a lot about myself because, and the reason I brought up the whole topic of patience in the first place was I know that I'm rushing it and I know that I don't need to be, mm-hmm. but also at the same time, like I think all the time about, I, I don't want to, live in regret Mm -hmm. and like recently i don't think i've regret too much Mm -hmm. um but i think too sometimes like if i were to god forbid if i were to die like soon or like unexpectedly or something yeah Yeah. i don't want to speak this into existence but like and i'm curious like if you've ever thought about this too like if there's some people that you need to say something to, but you either haven't seen them in a while or you just have like never found the right time. Yeah. Writing down on a piece of paper and then if you were to be gone, again, God forbid, like somebody finds that paper and they're like, damn, Thomas never said this to me or damn, Cole never said this. And part of the gift that lies in my room mm-hmm. is under that philosophy of I want to be genuine and I want to be honest with people and I don't want to sugarcoat anything because that that just falls under lying and I hate lying. Um, I want to be as honest as I can. Yeah. But it it all revolves around me trying to come to terms and be like happy with who I am right now and do the best that I can to use what I believe is to be my gift. Mm-hmm to find myself while also helping others mm-hmm. do the same. It's it's really interesting to hear like you say this, especially since like I feel like I have known you for like years and years. And yeah. Years. But like we we really rekindled like I wouldn't I would say like a month and a half ago after like a year and a half break, year break from even though we live right next to each other, we we just have like busy life, especially me. I have like a hectic life that like I don't even, I'm never at the apartment anymore, ever. Um, so like if I even am at the apartment, it's either me eating and sleeping. But it's really interesting to hear you say these things, especially hearing from like you from a year, a year and a half ago, like a year ago versus now. Like it's really it's really relieving to like hear you say that considering like if if you said like if i if i heard you say that like a year ago i felt like i wouldn't really believe it i'm not saying that to like bash on you or anything but i feel like you're more determined now about that because like i was the same way for a while like you know you know me like i would say like a year and a half ago more like i would always try to say like all right i'm gonna go on a diet try to lose some more weight yeah but the next day i would eat mcdonald's or like go to cookout with you but like now i actually have like turned my life at least i feel like have turned my life a lot more around with the aspects where 
I meal prep a lot now. I make my own food. I don't go out to eat as often anymore because I say, now I save money for that. Um, and like, it's just, we've grown up more. And it's good to hear that you say that because I, I personally feel like you have a lot to offer and you have left a imprint or a mark on this world. Granted, it might not seem like it to you because it's kind of like, the best way I could really like, this is this is such a weird analogy. It's the only one I can think of right now. There's probably a better one out there, but like, it's kind of like um, trying to see progress that you've made throughout the years. And I've only say this because this is what I've been doing. But like seeing progress throughout like going to the gym. So like obviously when you go to the gym for like five years, uh, this is for me personally. Like I've gone to the gym for like two and a half years. Hmm. I feel like I've never I haven't seen any progress from the first time I started working out to now. Everyone tells me like oh man you look bigger like you look a lot skinnier or like you look like stronger in my opinion i feel like i haven't i i look the same exact guy from, i think you look bigger i appreciate that but i don't i don't agree that's the thing it's like see that's what i'm saying like that's the, that's what i'm saying because even though you feel like you haven't felt like you found um i guess like your meaning or like what you offer uh people from the outside see like you have it seems like you have found that you you have that purpose you have that uh, drive to you know leave a mark on the world yeah and like that's where sometimes you kind of have to take a step back and like listen to what people have to say or like uh listen to what people have to offer tell you remind you because like you saying you think i look bigger and like look stronger is like still a little reminder like okay i'm making progress regardless if i see it or not like yeah it's it's still working i just have to trust the process and i think that's what you have to do right now just trust the process right now and just keep going with it so. yeah i think that's that um that stems a pretty cool uh analogy what's up man what's up? doing a doing a little podcast right now so no, 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 you're, no, you're good. good. I'm, not, I'm not saying that to be like, shut up. No, no, you're good. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I think that um, that stems actually kind of a pretty cool analogy, like if we think about it, mm-hmm. um, which is through the gym, like on a physical scale, you can literally like, you might not see it, but like you mm-hmm. can literally like see your progress. Like mm-hmm. you've gotten bigger, you've gotten leaner, mm-hmm. depending on whatever you're going for. Yeah. But in terms of like a mentality or like within you, you won't really s- I'll put it like this so like you know this and I'll mm-hmm. I'll share this with people and we could talk about this um, or like expand upon it in a different uh, installment but my birthday I've I've never been a big fan of like doing something crazy or doing something special but every year I'm constantly reminded of all the wonderful people that I've met yeah. and I think that that's in a sense kind of now that I think about it and now that you brought it up is kind of like my gym is because I see my growth through numbers mm-hmm. rather than like size. Uh, I, well, yeah, okay, size that, yeah. can still be number, you know. What I'm yeah, yeah. Um, because this most recent birthday, almost everybody at that table. No, not almost everybody. Everybody at that table was new. Last birthday, the almost same. the same thing, except for maybe like a couple people that were there prior. Mm-hmm. But every year there's new people that I didn't think would be there the year prior. Mm-hmm. So I think that's actually really cool to like bring up like the 
kind of you alley-ooping it with the, the gym analogy is that's my gym is kind yeah. of just seeing growth through people mm-hmm. and having people tell me because I, I had somebody tell me the other day that basically the same thing that you told me, which mm-hmm. even though I hear this, I'm still, I, and I appreciate it obviously, yeah. but I, I think it's just the self, you don't think it's true because you're, like I said, I'm, I'm still learning that about yeah, myself, yeah. but I had somebody else say to me the other day that like, I have such a pure heart and like words are my gift. Yeah. So, to hear that and that reassurance is really nice. Um, but yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Like what yeah, you're going I off mean, of the gym. I, I feel like whoever said that is very like it is very true. Um, as much as like maybe you don't really like a hundred percent agree with it. Like you feel like you like don't fully. I guess have t- taken that on. Um, but it, I, I completely agree with it. Just because like it's always a pleasure and like it's very enjoyable to talk to you about things like this like regardless of what it is like even before we started this podcast we were just laughing our butts off from you just saying three random words by accident or just it was, it was just funny like regardless of what you say it's funny or it's enlightening or it's always like you know always interesting to listen and like hear your perspective um, or my perspective on things because you know like the way you see things is very um I wouldn't say abnormal, but very, um, what's the word? Something just That didn't sound good. Sounds like someone just broke into our apartment. Oh, cool. Uh, But the way you see things and like the outlook you have on like certain perspectives or certain situations is close to, I would say close to rare compared to, oh, it's not the average like perspective or average ideal, which is very relieving to hear and see because like i always hear other people basically say the same thing as other people or i always hear a similar um idea from another one um but yours is always different or always you know true to you and it's always like very um interesting to hear about because i most of the time 100 percent agree so i mean it I appreciate you saying that, yeah. first of all. But also, I think it goes towards what I was saying earlier, which was not me, but it, it's just so rare for people to like, talk about stuff like that or like stuff like this because they're afraid of the public perception of, like, what are you doing? Why would you talk about that? Like, mm-hmm. this isn't what we're used to. Yeah. I, I think over the years, people have been accustomed now more to accepting that like that's who i am like i talk about stuff like this um if not surprise um but welcome yeah um but i think that that part of (laughs) it's gonna get really like introspective but i think that part of our existence is so like crucial is to have these kinds of conversations because if you don't and I know plenty of people like this. You're just going to eat yourself out from the inside thinking about stuff like this. Always, always. So it always just helps to get the stuff off your chest, mm-hmm. even if you don't think anybody's listening. Mm-hmm. If it's just yourself listening, sometimes because like, I even talk. I say I talk to myself. That sounds like I need to be instated <laughs> somewhere. But you you talk yourself through. That yes, a that's way a better way of explaining yeah. it. Is 
Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I don't know where I was going to go, but yeah, you, that's... You, I think you're trying to say, like, you, you talk yourself through things, even yeah. though, like, it it might sound like you're just talking to yourself, but, like, sometimes... I, I do the same thing. Like, every time, like, if I'm just sitting in my room, I literally, like, if I know I have to do something, I'm like, all right, Thomas, like, you have to get up, you have to do... You have to fold laundry, you have to do some stuff before this happens. Like, I literally have to talk myself through to getting out of bed where it's, like, my, comf- my comfort zone... Um, especially if it's like 9 a.m. and I have to be up and be at lifts or something like 10 or 11 a.m. So, like, it's normal to talk yourself through things. Yeah. Literally talk to yourself. Like, literally, if, in my opinion, if you don't talk to yourself or, like, talk talk through things with yourself, I, would, I wouldn't I would say that you're not normal, but I feel like I don't know how you would feel sane or, like, how you would, you know, get things done unless you talk to you. Like, people probably talk to themselves or talk through themselves within here, like, in their brain. Um, and like I still would consider that like talking through things um, as much as like you're not actually saying words mm-hmm. um, to yourself but I do that all the time I'm like alright I'm hungry let's go make food um, and I feel like it's a very like human thing to do and I, I think we all need that honestly it's also too like I, I think it's pretty interesting obviously I fall under this belief but I think we we do need to as people be more open to like because there's some people that i think would fall under our category of what i was talking about earlier which is like on the outside we just seem kind of like very positive and uplifting Mm -hmm. individual or at least i like to think so um but there's been some people either at work or school or wherever it is where i'll see that they are generally like very positive individuals Mm -hmm. but then there'll be some day where they're just super quiet or like not feeling themselves and like are you okay and then they'll either give me like a glimpse of what they're going through or not at all which obviously is fine because i respect their privacy but um some people just kind of like okay and like just not talk to them or just kind of like leave them alone but i've always now at least for the past few years tried to extend the olive branch and just be like I might not be the most qualified person and we might not know each other very well. If you need to talk though, I will listen to yeah, you. Yeah, I'm, I'm always that kind of person too, especially with my friends. Um, recently, I've been the other end of the stick where a lot of people is, has been extending that to me a lot more just because of like uncir- uh, circumstances that I was in recently yeah. and stuff like that. But uh, I'm usually like that person too where um, people are going through things and like, I always ask, like, hey, if you ever want to talk, like, do you, do you need something? Do you need anything from me? Like, it could literally just be me sitting there listening. It could literally just be being there just to be a shoulder to cry on or literally be there just to have someone there, like, so they don't feel alone, you know? Like, and that's a, I feel like that's an aspect that, like, people overlook nowadays um, because people feel like anyone can do that, but in all reality, it's not. Um, only, I feel like only people that are, that not, I wouldn't say qualified, but I feel like are comfortable with doing that. It should be the ones doing that. Like for you, I feel like you're one of the most comfortable people to do that with, in my opinion, because I, I talk to you, I talk to you a lot about random things. Um, granted it might not be like, well, I mean, I talk to you about literally everything for the most part, about things that's going on in my life, things about relationship things about my family like you know my family situations you know my relationship situations you know things that's happened and like and you're just an easy person to talk to about those things and people say the same things about like me as well people say like 
I'm just an easy person to talk to. Even though most of the time I just don't say anything. I just sit there and listen. And sometimes that's all you need. You just need someone just to be there for you. you know? Yeah. So I think having that aspects of comfortness really outweighs the aspects of qualifications. Because if you look at it in, um, I mean, even in society, right? The the rates for people going to therapy are actually pretty low, even though the, the people that are therapists are the most qualified. But some people just don't feel like that level of comfortness with their therapist. Yeah. So I think comfortness is what should outweigh, not shouldn't outweigh qualifications because obviously qualifications is important. But like I feel like that's more. Um, I wouldn't say. I feel like that's what people look for more and be opening up to people and stuff like that about. You know? Yeah. Um. I think we can end with this because we're at the hour and a half mark. So oh, I don't want this to be. It felt like it was two and a half hours. I don't. Want, I don't want this to be a super long podcast where okay. people just start like bleh, and yeah, yeah, just yeah. give up halfway through. Yeah. But um, I'll say this, and then we'll try and finish it back with our old patients discussion. Mm-hmm. But I think the one thing that you were kind of alluding to, but also was just kind of. I guess an overall message of the discussion that we just had is I could be flip-flopping this. So hopefully I get it right. Or like, okay, okay. you know where I'm going. I'll help but you out if you need it. A lot of people might hear you, mm-hmm. but they don't listen. Yeah. So, um, I think we, need to be better because obviously I can I, I can improve on this even though some people might say like well you already do a really good job of it it's it's very I don't say very rare it's more rare I guess you could say to have somebody that will listen to you or hear you but also they'll like give you feedback or like mm-hmm. tell you how you can actually if it's a problem that you're going through maybe like certain solutions that mm-hmm. they can provide to you that may might help you out in the long run um so if there's a lesson to take from what we just said, I think that should be a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, but also going back to, and you might have to help me out here because I'm trying to loop it back. I got you. Don't worry. But the the concept of patience and not really waiting for life to come to you, you just kind of like take it head on. Mm-hmm. I think... And a a lot of this, too, kind of revolves around fear Mm -hmm. because fear of failure is, like, a huge thing that a lot of people struggle with, myself included, like, really badly. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a firm believer that there's a a time and a place for things to happen. Yeah. Um, But I think in all in all, you can't live in fear of... It, it, it kind of goes back to what I was saying. You can't live in the fear of regret mm-hmm. because you. I don't want to live my life being like, you know what? If I don't say this to this person tomorrow, I'm going to hate myself for it. Mm-hmm. So there's a time and a place to do things. Mm-hmm. I'm still learning that, mm-hmm. obviously, and I don't have to explain to you why, but there's mm-hmm. stuff that I'm going through where yeah. Yeah. I definitely need to take things a day at a time yeah, and not always. try and force anything. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, did you have any closing comments? I, I kind of am the same way as well. Like I, I feel like I have learned the idea of like time and place and like being patient. Um, but at the same time, still like 
taking life head on. But I think when it comes to, I think as a general rule, when it comes to life, like it's always good to be patient, but you have to, you have to understand when to draw the line for patience. Yeah. Um, especially from recent, uh, I, I feel like from recent events in my life, um, I've learned that waiting isn't always the key for so going back to the idea of like what you're saying like um waiting for the perfect time or waiting for um a time and place sometimes it's not always about the time and place it's about making that time and place yeah so like a, a great example for me would be like um this girl i was talking to like a while back um didn't know, i didn't know she had feelings for me and she didn't know I had feelings for her. Yeah. But I just randomly was just like, let's go on a date Wednesday. And she was like, okay. Like, that wouldn't have happened if I didn't say anything. Yeah. And like, I was just feeling ballsy that day, I guess. I think I just, I think probably that day after the gym, I, I, I just had a great Best gym session. You, got, you get them endorphins going yeah, on. Yeah, I, I probably had, adrenaline the, rushing. I had that dopamine endorphins going and like, I probably, you know, did something really good at the gym. I was the, just feeling all the myself. hormones, yeah. Probably. So I was just like, let's go. I just, I guess I was feeling ballsy or something. But like, if I didn't say that, nothing would have ever unraveled from that. Nothing at all. I promise yeah. you that. And like, that was something that I've learned, especially that event. I learned that like, sometimes rather than waiting for the right, well, I mean, I would say waiting for the right person is a, a good example of patience. But I would say in order to, if you're trying to do things in your life, um, I don't think waiting to do it is the best time. Sometimes you have to tackle it head on. For me, the biggest one, the biggest lesson I learned from that one was the gym. I years ago when I was living in at, like in Raleigh, um, I would always tell myself, right, "I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow." Like today, I'm tired from school, stuff like that. Uh, all right, next day, didn't go to the gym. I was just tired. Kept making excuses. I mm-hmm. said, "All right, I know this is going to be hard. I can't make excuses. I just got to go, regardless of what happens." If I'm tired, take some coffee. If I'm tired, take some some sort of energy to keep going. And then like uh, it slowly got easier and easier. Sometimes you just have to tackle it head on. Same thing with assignments. Like I have to wait. Sometimes I'm like, all right, like today I'm so tired I can't think properly. When am I gonna think properly? Tomorrow's not gonna be any different than today, so I gotta tackle it head on. So I think I think being able to tackle head things head on. Um, with having that level of patience for certain things and like having that time and place is what we have to understand um, as human beings um, in order to you know be successful in things that we want and I think you're learning that um, I, I'm not saying I learned it I'm still learning it as well just as much as you are um, yeah but it is something that so it's something that we shouldn't also do alone you know I feel like we have people in our lives especially like I have you, you have me, we have like other people in our lives to help each other with that, but help each other during this process, during this journey. Yeah. Because you know? um, like I know before when we were, like weren't talking or like weren't hanging out as much, like I know you were kind of like on your own path for a while um, and I was on my own path for a while. Sometimes being in that own path by yourself is, you know, enlightening and helpful, but you know, we gotta, when we stray off that path, you just gotta have someone else to bring you back so i think to leave this two things popped in my head first of all 
another movie reference, which that's just going to be a theme throughout these podcast you, Cole episodes. Cole watches so much more movies than I do. It kind of blows my mind. Well, this one you can relate to. Oh, okay, um, cool. So, I think. Uh, I'm pretty sure. You, you, you saw Into the Spider-Verse, right? Oh, Spider-Man. yeah. Okay. Oh, that was years um, ago, but yeah. This popped in my head, but the... Uh, the... That's all it is, Miles. It's a leap of faith. Mm-hmm. I think that kind of that popped in my head yeah, when you're talking. Yeah, but also, what you ended on, which was <laughs> great minds think alike, I guess. Um, always try your best to be there for other people, mm-hmm. but if you can't, always be there for yourself. Always. I think is always. a really big thing to think about. Always. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I think this ended pretty well. I think that's a, I think it's a good place to stop. Yeah. Um, we're what is it? An hour and forty three minutes in. That's so not bad. If you've made it this far listening, I love you. Oh, so. if you made it this far, thank you. I honestly appreciate it because uh, me and Cole have these conversations not all the time, but like we it's have. A, it's a glimpse into our four-hour conversation how long we can talk about yeah we talk about things all the time and like we wanted to we wanted to do this just because like i know some people might find it interesting if not then like we can have the basic how are you doing today conversations with other people yeah Yeah. um we're more in-depth our ours are going to be longer probably our conversations Mm -hmm. um when we have guests on uh, who knows maybe they'll be longer but i know for sure that ours are probably going to be oh yeah conversations that me and cole have can i mean you guys heard today we went on like four tens within like yeah the hour and 45 minutes try to try to t- tie it all back in together at the end but um yeah but i'm uh i'm pretty proud of what we were able to accomplish today honestly so. i'm gonna tell you so this isn't our first time doing podcasts before we tried to do one like years ago when we were in high school but that one was a mess because that was you remember doing that well we didn't even really like get our foot in the door for that well we like attempted one but we tried to do it about like games and stuff like that do you remember that yeah that was terrible yeah that was so bad because we know. also didn't have like the equipment and stuff we have now so yeah this equipment that you got is fancy even though it might not seem fancy but like it's kind of fancy in my opinion i try yeah, but, I'm um, glad you bought it because I, you know, damn well I wasn't gonna buy it. I'm, ex- I'm expecting reimbursement, by the way. We'll talk about that later. No. <laughs> you just, got a job, not me. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. What you um, mean? But uh, yeah, everybody, uh, thank you for tuning in. Do you have anything else you wanted to finish with? Uh, well, I was gonna say thank you for coming um, to a glimpse of the perspectives um, of our lives. That's gonna be obviously an operative word throughout this uh, mm-hmm. series. So. Hopefully, the uh, title of the of the podcast. Yes, thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, hopefully, whoever's out there, you come on this journey with us. Because, like I said, if nobody else is there, then I'll I'll We're be here for ourselves. I'll be here. So, but yeah, Cole Thomas signing off. See you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace.